2: So, Travis, you've been teasing it. You teased it 10 minutes ago. We really need to know how this PA thing went. Because I, I can't imagine it went that poorly.
4: Home of the Dolphins. Home of the Dolphins. What's the yes. sound again? <laughs> <laughs> a little, yeah, a little well, early on I, Monday yeah, for you this. You caught if, me flat-footed yeah. on that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> After Sunday, <laughs> yeah, you know. You, like, you caught me a we little flat We're going to have to go to the, to the drop people. on that. I, yeah. I will
1: give it to you, but I have to do it on my own timetable. Um, so, I am the... Uh, PA voice for the high school that my kids. Hold on, uh, let's yes. break
4: this down. The <laughs> yes. reason that you missed your childhood idol's <laughs> number of retirement ceremony was because your it's maiden true. voyage on the PA at the local high school, yes, was underway. Yes, to just just so we have an understanding yes. of what you gave up in order for this experience to begin. I just just mm-hmm. want to make that clear to the listeners. And that you passed on Ferdinandomania being celebrated to do what incredibly excited to do it to, yes like not not just
1: something that i'm doing reluctantly or something that i'm doing like yeah whatever i i'm excited to do it when Good. i was asked to do it i was in an enthusiastic yes so turns out thankfully it was a scrimmage much more so than a okay. traditional game so it was as m so eloquently put it preseason for everybody <laughs> i had been given a roster uh prior to the game the day before the day before the game um that i had prepared for right so you know this person is this number okay so they take the field and apparently there was a bit of a snafu that the visiting team showed up with a color jersey that the home team was getting ready to wear oh no so the home team obviously it was the only other team that had jerseys readily available so they had to change into
4: alternate jerseys, which means that every number was just completely thrown out of the window off the rip
1: <laughs> off the rip exactly right so the game starts and I know who the starting quarterback of this team is, or at least the person that I'm anticipating, who has been kind of number one on the depth chart, right? So it goes out and I'm like, that, ain't that kid's number, but I'm just – i all, I'm in the press. But all I can do is – I can't see the kid's face. He's this, got a helmet on. I mean,
4: this is awkward, too, at this and point.
1: So I, I'm not even going to put the real names in there. I yes. say Timmy Thompson at quarterback for the Dolphins. And I see a few heads kind of turn around like eh. – First play, you know, gain of six, p- ball completed to, uh, you know, Jack Johnson right. at the uh, nine-yard line. A couple more. So I go through, like, two full <laughs> possessions of this, calling quarterback, calling receivers, calling tackles, all of these things. Okay. Finally, and thankfully, somebody had the courage or kindness Stones. to come up and say, uh, man, I don't know what to tell you, but every single kid you've gotten wrong. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> And, and Gates, I swear to you, I swear to you, I—I've never been more defensive in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, "Look, look, like this is." The and you're, only not one for me. you're not that yeah. type. You're not that type. You know, no, you normally not, wear it. I'm
2: supposed wanna, to do guests? Well, that's I'm
1: like, and, and they're like, "Oh well, they, the quarterback is you know, you know, Bob Baker." And I'm like, uh, "Well, how am I wow. supposed to? I don't have a kid on the team. I'm just I can only go by what I'm seeing through my binoculars and the sure. jersey on the kids." Back. Right. And so
4: I took... A couple of series off to collect my thoughts. I, I was gonna say, like at that point, you, you've got to You almost have to go full journalist and just what? go down to the sideline and say, "Hey, who are you? I, Please tell me your name and number." My other thought, instead of going full
1: journalist, was to just leave and start drinking. There's that. <laughs> yes, of course.
2: Well, where's your spotter and all this? Wasn't he, he had get the in? same roster? I had? Well, roster. he go. Hey, I'm gonna go get this stuff for you while you're calling no.
1: You in? I, I I'm not. No, he that is not his response. I, I appreciate the idea, Emily. Yeah. You're not off, but. So we basically kind of looked at each other, took a series off, and basically just said, uh, you know, second and ten for the Dolphins. The names up. went out the, the window. We just stopped 10. player identifying. We didn't even call them the the numbers. We just started to say down and distance, touchdown, here's the penalty holding on Sunny Hills and this sort sure. kind of thing. But
4: it wow. got off to a rough start. Well, okay, so I need to know a couple more details. Okay. Which is what was the time elapsed between the roster you were getting like if you knew roster. immediately, that is a very annoying. Guy. That's, <laughs> the, point. That's it, the point. It is. <laughs> if you knew what that, like, if it's eight fifteen in the evening uh-huh. and they're changing jerseys and the game has been delayed by, let's just say, ten minutes, what are you doing in that interim? Because clearly something's going to go awry. Was there any mitigation possible beforehand? Once you knew, oh, I see that things have changed. I didn't know things had changed until we were halfway through the first quarter. Oh, so So you weren't familiar? You didn't know the jersey situation happened.
1: I I was told that when I, the person that I communicate with to get these things, I said, "Hey, this roster is wrong," and and he explained to me why the roster actually is accurate. The kids just put on different jerseys because they were. So, but
4: you didn't. You were not there whilst that happened. No okay that's too bad no yeah had i seen
1: them taking had i seen the quarterback take off number nine and put on number 44 right i would have been like hey, what the hell's going on exactly okay. i had no idea they just broke the huddle and 44 went behind center i'm like guess that kid's <laughs> playing quarterback <laughs> it was wow i felt so stupid so what happens for next time I've been told that it will be rectified by the time we get to what will be the second regular season and they open on the on the road. On the road. Okay. So, by the are time you going to go
4: there... watch them on the road to do your own scouting perhaps?
1: I to don't see like who's these. actually see, Okay, who. so here's the problem with that
4: question. <laughs> I want
1: to I really, really want to. I know. That's why I brought it up.
4: I was like, this is the kind of move he would make. We're, we're
1: walking out after the game, my buddy Greg and I, and I said to him, I said, look, and I, I said, I reserve the right to deny this if you ever repeat it to anybody else, but do you want to go watch him play on the road next Friday so I can get up to speed? And he I goes, had a feeling. He goes, well, yeah, maybe, but I also reserve the right to tell everyone that you asked me <laughs> So, yeah. Where do they play? Uh, University High in uh, Irvine. If
4: I mean, was here. We'll, we'll, we'll I would Ferrell, con- if I was here, that. I would consider going to that game with you, but I don't think I'm going to be in hey, You
0: know, for my rate for 200 bucks, I can go and take care of that for you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be worth it. Might be useful, yeah. It might be worth it. I was I sure. was
4: hoping you were going to say that you started drinking and then we got a Brockmire situation in the no. second half where you just no. started unloading on people in the crowd who you didn't like. Like
1: I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but it was a situation where my, my odds of success in that were very, very low concerning right. what had happened. Okay. That's an so,
4: extreme S show. Like, as far as was. your role is concerned.
1: It, it, the best part is we're walking out, I said, I'm like, still had a pretty good time. <laughs> I still had a lot of fun. <laughs> I, and I, I didn't get to break out my
2: yeah, there it I is.
1: get to do that. <laughs> there it but, is. Uh, they won. So they that was won. Oh, they won. They did.
4: Okay. They did. All right. that That's an upset, yeah. at least from my understanding of the yeah. situation. I'm so – who was the person that said something to you? Do you know who I'm it was? I'm assuming it was one of the dads. Okay. Guy around I, your age? Like, we're just yeah. – like, okay. Yeah, right. A, a brother-in-arms came <laughs> to you and it's was fake, like, good. yo oh, – oh, oh can you imagine okay, if it had I, been some I wacky to, karen who was all mad at you so like that could have gotten much gone much worse
1: there were two other people running the scoreboard mm-hmm. in this thing and one of them says to me after the dad who bailed me out yeah comes in and said hey god you know I'm, you, you're this is wrong right. on everybody I'm Like, okay <laughs> one of the other people in the booth says to me goes yeah we knew they were wrong but i didn't want to say anything what like
2: Come, would on. You say that? Come, Come on!
1: Come on! <laughs> like, let's go! Wow! Like, it's that that
0: you would have saved me there. That's anyway.
4: uh, no, I know. I know you're not trying to throw people on the bus, but that's yeah. tough. That's tough to hear.
0: Yeah. For one at the gig, that's why he didn't say anything.
2: <laughs> 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 let's just see how long this goes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll
0: see. Well, it you may. A, okay. All right. Wow. It was an inauspicious uh, beginning
1: to my public address career. Let's just put it that way.
4: Yeah. That's uh, so morale is okay though morale's great. Okay. Oh no, I like, like we went we went and had a few beers afterwards. Sure. It's great. I, I mean, cuz that's the kind time. of situation too where it's like and I'm not saying you're this kind of a person or I don't know. The type of person at like ESPN who's a drama queen that these people keep asking about, but I could see some people being like, "Oh, by the way, guess what? I'm I out. won't be returning. Right? Yeah. Don't put me in a situation okay. like that. Certainly, don't have your people not actually picking me up when I'm stranded on the base pads. You know, what I'm saying yeah. I should not have to hear from Rick in <laughs> the field what's going on with his son.
2: It could have turned into an in and out spiral too. Like, right? Who knows? <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. It
1: uh, it it could have. It was. Fun. I'm still incredibly ecstatic about. Doing it's good. It. I'm very very excited. It will be great by the time we get to week two we're gonna have it all buttoned up everything all worked out over yeah and ready to go all right. all right you never have to miss a moment on 710 espn have you downloaded the new espn la app just search espn la in your app store or google play download tap and bam you've got 710 in the palm of your hand one click to listen live all of the podcasts in one place and more the all-new espn la app get it today so the first ap poll of the season the preseason poll is out by the way we're playing real football in college football here in two saturdays correct twenty sixth. yeah 26 so we got two saturdays away state? uh san jose state for usc uh no big surprise two-time national champion uh georgia still in the top spot michigan two ohio state three alabama four lsu five this feels very familiar usc is in the 6th spot to start the season. How about that? Defending Heisman Trophy winner in Caleb Williams coming back. You've got Lincoln Riley in his second year in the program and SC is in a position that this stuff matters a little bit, not nearly as much as it used to when well, ranking does. I don't
4: know about that. It matters a lot where you start because it's hard to it's hard to get up the ranks if you if you don't start towards the top. Not if you're SC, but generally speaking, if you're Oregon State, you got to. It's hard to go
1: from unranked. to Okay, the top, but SC they're going to move them up pretty quickly. Right. But this feels about right, and this puts them in a position. To have the year that we're hoping they have, which is let Caleb Williams go nuts, score a bunch of points, and just have your defense be a little bit better. Doesn't have to be good. It just can't be catastrophically bad as it was a year ago. And four teams into this is the last year of four, right? Next year we expand it. So yes. we only have four teams yes. this year. So you gotta move up a little bit, but you have ample opportunity to do it starting at six. Okay.
2: All right. We'll see. It's also interesting that there is five teams that will be in the big ten next year that are in mm-hmm. the top ten. So it's Michigan, Ohio State, USC. Penn State and Washington are all in the top 10 right now. Next year, they'll all be part of the Big Ten.
4: Is your implication here that people, because they want USC in the game, are willing to look over deficiencies that that team has worse than other teams? I think people know what it is. It's a
1: a brand name that people recognize. Right. That's what I'm saying. But, like, I I still think, and I know that. Do you think the team has improved that much? No. I, I think, but I don't think it has to improve a ton. It needs to improve incrementally in one very specific way. And that's defensively. And it's not even a USC thing. It's a Lincoln-Riley thing. Lincoln-Riley wins just about every game he plays. They score about 40 or 50 points in just about every game they play. And when they lose, they lose 48 to 45. No, I get it. Almost without exception. You can just get a stop or two
2: in that one game where you're just trading touchdowns. They're going to be right there. They don't need to be Georgia on the defense. They need to be average. They have been below average to terrible in, in most of these seasons with under Lincoln mm-hmm. Riley. So all you have to do is be like number 30 in the country and they could probably get into the college football. That's why I'm surprised been- that they're ranked
4: this high. Frankly, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, wow, this is it's so, the Caleb Williams, and they do win so, those games. This is somewhat surprising to me, is what I'm saying. Really. They, they they ended their season on a loss to Tulane last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, well, I, that game. one's not as
1: detrimental to me as the second loss to Utah
4: again. Which right again, they weren't even the best team in their in their conference. I mean, yeah. you know, like, and that's where again, unless I don't again, I don't follow. Recruiting like that in college football—that's why I was legitimately asking you: Has something changed they from got the end of last of year?
1: State who's supposed to be okay. pretty, pretty and good. I,
4: I don't doubt that.
1: I'm just wondering the, what the team actually thing changed. Though, to me, Clinton felt a lot like me at the softball game. It's like sure, I'm like, come and I am have a good time, but I'm not really—I don't care what the result of this I get thing it. is. That that one, the Utah ones are, hey, listen, you can't stop all of it. Happened. also though. got
2: injured in that game, too. And like, right. who would have known if Caleb would have stayed uh, healthy in that Perhaps. Utah game? But I was just saying,
4: all of it happened. I, I was surprised to see them top 10, no doubt about it, without yeah. an obvious improvement somewhere that I didn't otherwise I know I think
1: about what's it. interesting, too, is let, let's let say this year goes exactly like the other Lincoln-Riley years. Let's say they finish 11-2, and two, and in the 11 wins, they look amazing, and in the two losses, it's because you couldn't hold the other team under 40 points. Right. Or you lost to a better team, which is That, what that would be fine. Yeah. Like if you went and played Georgia and you lost 28 to 24, okay, no shame in that. But if you lost to Utah again, 49 to 47, that's a problem. If you lose to Oregon, 51 to 50, right. we got a problem. What do you do to address that? Because that's not just, hey, it happened again. Every single year, yeah. that's the recipe to miss if you're only going by to you a You have a Heisman
2: candidate, and so there's also that there, too. Your yeah, right. offense is amazing. You a Heisman candidate that gets people excited to watch you USC games. you're
1: not thinking about moving on from them. That's not no, the No, 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 no it's but just what do you actually do to do adjust? What do you
4: actually do to fix it? I, I, by a better team, I was referring to Utah in those mm. teams as well, and that's 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 sort of what I'm getting at. I'm like, hold on. I, I'm going to need to see this team beat a good team before I'm just assuming that they need to be in the top ten of anything.
1: Shohei Otani is going to skip his next start due to arm fatigue, and then he still showed why everybody's going to be lined up to give the man a billion dollars. That's next. It's Travis Slee. Yates is in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Football is back, and I'm here to remind you that Vivid Seats has your back for all of your ticket needs. Not only is Vivid Seats the official ticketing partner of ESPN, they have a 100% buyer guarantee, and they're the only ticket company that rewards you for buying. This football season, catch every pass, every tackle, and every heart-pounding play live and in person. To get great deals on great seats, download their app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats, experience it live.
3: Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE.
1: That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be. Just got a tweet in the uh, Trav and Slee community, the Trav and Slee All-Stars. Dan Peralta says, Trav, the marketing director of In-N-Out Burger, and he sent this to me and Emily, it's a picture of the box. That looks like a double double with grilled onions and animal fries and some sort of dark colored uh, soft drink along the side. And Dan, like I said, it doesn't take much to uh, get that little, you know what sounds good? And boom, you're online. That's it how looks, it goes. It
2: looks fantastic. But of course, it's a good diet, shot. Yeah,
4: How do you not have in and out spots at this point? Like, what, 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 I, I, how has that eluded if, you your entire that career? If they came along,
1: I'd do it enthusiastically. Super This is one of yeah. these things that I'm just happy to just be a consumer straight up. I, uh, I'm a devotee. True by the reason, way,
4: I, I I strongly contemplated changing shirts in the break just to see how you would react to new uniforms and being thrown off, just yeah. like you were at, at, at you know at the football game, just oh. to see how you might.
1: Well, see here's know, the d- with that you're not wearing a helmet, yeah. and I know what you, <laughs> you look know, like. You know who I am, so <laughs> yeah. that really wouldn't put yeah. you're same also
2: view. across the table yeah. <laughs> and not across the field. Yeah. The binoculars yeah. didn't help you. Yeah. I, you can't
1: you can't see the faces. You can't that see football helmet. You yeah. just and by the way, I there are, I don't know how many kids are on the team, sixty give or take. Sure. I might know four of them. Okay, I, I might know four of them. I and and of those four, I would say I know you. You've been in my house. You're that's a friend of my sons. It. Yeah, but beyond that, I don't think I know their names on on sight. It was an absolute s show. <laughs> I <laughs> really, love that. I love that. That's how that went. You should have seen the look on my face when they told me. I I had that that you know you get those competing emotions all the same yeah. thing. I was angry. Right. I was embarrassed. Clearly. I was defensive. <laughs> And I was just and and on a the fourth emotion through the gate was amused, yeah, because it's like okay, uh, that track actually kind of funny that that went as badly as it did because for something that is relatively low stakes that I care about the way that I do to have it go that badly,
4: even that wasn't really on on the board. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Of all the things that were going to happen, that was that was going to be questionable. (laughs) That's funny.
1: What are you going to do? I can't. And, I, and here's the thing. I can't wait for the next one. Of course not. I yes. can't wait. It's going to be good. So, the worst possible outcome of Shohei Otani's tenure in Anaheim is seven weeks away. Correct. Okay, which is no playoff appearances. He leaves at the end of the year, signs with another team, and you're only – tangible thing to show for his time here as far as a baseball organization moving forward is a compensatory pick between the second
4: and the third round outside of the experience of seeing Otani for a year that's that's different
1: but you're talking about somebody who could have helped you replenish a farm system that is way down the list of major league teams as far as major league ready prospects that they have we'll we'll get to that in a second um I want to read you some numbers here during the time that Shohei Ohtani and Mike Trout have been teammates, so it's not all of the. There, there are more to this than just this, but these are the five plus years that they have been teammates together. They've they've combined for eight All Star teams. Mm-hmm. They've combined for five Silver Sluggers. They've combined for a Rookie of the Year award, which would be Ohtani's. Obviously, not Trout's was before that. Three MVP awards, assuming that that Ohtani wins the MVP this year, which he's going to, and. <laughs> zero seasons that have ended over 500. It is stunning to think that you're going to have that player with that other player, you're going to have six years of them together and virtually nothing to show for it. And and you got to see yet another layer of Otani's greatness yesterday mm-hmm. when it was announced that he's not going to start. They start a series in Texas tonight. He's not going to pitch in that series because of arm fatigue. And then he goes out and he beats the Astros with a home run in the sixth inning. <laughs> That this is why, however much he gets, 500 million, 600 million, sure. 800, whatever the number is, he's worth it because as good as he is at one, he's just as good at the other. And you're getting those two guys, and that they're going to have
4: botched this to the level that they have is extraordinary to me. You know, I'm starting to be at the point now where I, how do I explain this? I've said this before in regards to, and I use this term a lot in regards to the NFL, which is contenders, pretenders, participants. You know what I'm saying? And then terrible. Like, the Halos have been in the participant range of Major League Baseball for a really, really long time. And the only reason I bring that up is because I don't know a ton of Halos fans, but I do know that it's clear that this fan base does not care the same way that a lot of other people do. That's why Moreno continues to get away with this kind of – signing guys who are good, sorry? What would you like to see him do? I don't know the answer to that, but what I'm saying is that, like, if this is how Moreno's going to run the operation, constantly overpaying for random people he likes that don't actually bring anything to the gate Mm -hmm. outside of their ability to play baseball, this is what you're going to get. And if... Halo's fans continue to accept that, well, then I don't feel bad for really anybody involved. And I also don't think that fans would look at this as a huge waste. I think that the standard is simply different for what to expect out of the experience if that's the team you're choosing to root for at this stage, meaning it's been like this for long enough where there's no world in which I could say, oh, my God, I can't believe they blew it again because that's not even part of the operation. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, and again, I know this because I've seen franchises that work like this. They're not interested in winning anything. They're interested in getting the gate, having some relative, I don't know, relevance in their market and sort of making money on the margins that they can and getting on with it. That is clear to me what the Halo's operation is at this point. Clear to me. And so, yeah, you can say they could have done this, they could have done that. I'll bet you them and many fans are upset about it in the larger sense, but are happy the fact that they got to see and got to say a couple things along the line. I agree with 80% 80% of that. I, I, I think the part that – I
1: think they do want to win. I think Artie Moreno desperately wants to win. I just don't think he knows how to do it. Okay. And, and, and I don't think his personality will allow him to do the thing that's obvious to everybody outside of that bubble mm-hmm. that the team operates in. Because he needs to just say, Here, here's the money. Hire a – Perry Manassi has done a pretty good job as far as being with what he's been allowed to do. Mm-hmm. They're, they're getting better. But this was so – if your goal is to win, then this was a no-brainer because I, I went down the the rabbit hole yesterday right. on MLB.com and I started looking at the list of the top 100 prospects in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to do this as quickly as I can. The team with the most is the Baltimore Orioles. They yes. have six of the top 100. Makes perfect sense. They've been towards the bottom of the league for a very long time. They've been picking very high. The higher you pick, theoretically, the better prospects you're getting, the more likely you are to sure. find good players. Okay. They've got six. The Dodgers, who have been the exact opposite of that, have picked near the bottom of, the, of each of these rounds for, for several years, have five of the top 100. Okay. Okay. The San Diego Padres, who presumably just emptied their farm system to go acquire Juan Soto, yep. have five, two in the top 10. Okay, the Anaheim Angels, who have been picking near the top of the draft, have won. and they and the one they have in Logan Ohapi is basically a major leaguer already. He's yeah. just getting healthy again to come back and play. They have won. They could have juiced that thing to a. a a level with whatever Otani, not only on your big league roster, but on your developmental roster to try to get guys better. And then instead, because there is no scenario that exists where he comes back. No. There just isn't one.
4: No, and that's why I'm in a completely different paradigm with that franchise at this point. When they signed the biggest local rights deal that had ever been signed, you would have thought, oh, well, they're going to be using that money to be competing at the highest level. For No, that never ever happen. And trust me, Trav, I've seen this. I saw this in my own hometown. The Washington Wizards is a perfect example. Their goal is to hang around and be relevant kind of give you a reason to come into the building every two or three years, maybe have a star or two and let the business run itself. The goal is not trying to sacrifice anything to win. The goal is not actually trying to get better at what you're doing. The goal is to just operate within the framework of the league and make sure you are solvent and making money and therefore giving yourself a reason to do the job. That is clearly how the halos are operating at this point. Even if Their owner is a bumbling idiot who gives people too much money on a regular basis. (laughs) But You know what I'm saying? I I just can't believe that you're in it for a good faith effort to try to win everything. And reminder, kiddos, a lot of teams operate this way in a lot of sports. Trust me. But they spend money
1: recklessly in some spots. Don't do it in others. They spend it on the wrong guys. And you finally had something that was almost impossible to mess up. And they did.
4: But that's why it's a bad combination to have <laughs> an emotional owner with a guy that's not really that concerned about what it takes to win if they can't do it his way. That's what I'm saying. And that, to me, is an indication that you're not taking – you unserious actors in the space is what it is. And I don't think it's just because there's – stupid for lack of a better term i just don't think that it's really that much of a priority i really don't i
1: I, I disagree with that that that's the part i disagree i don't think it's stupidity i don't think it's i just want to squeeze every dollar i think it's hubris i think it's ego yeah i I think it's i think it's this belief that because i was wildly successful in column a that that translates to columns bc and perhaps and it doesn't the, the guys that are great in column A that have success in B, C, and D are guys that realize who's the best in column B. Get him. Right. Who's the best in column? B? Get him and let them go run their shop.
4: And that's not what's happening. And here. that's why I don't think that it actually is a real priority, even in his mind. You see what I'm saying? Because that is clearly evident from a simple leadership standpoint, whatever you want to call it, you know, corporate. Wherever you may be, get the best people. If you if you're not interested in getting the best people, you're not actually serious about winning. It
1: reminds me of my one of my all time favorite memes, which is a picture of Trout and Otani together at the World Baseball Classic, and it said Imagine if they were on the same team.
4: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you're just like again, not it's, it's at this point, I, I don't even look at it as a wasted opportunity. To me, the halos are executing exactly what they wanted to execute the entire time.
1: Factor cap coming up next. It's Travin Slee, seven ten, ESPN.
2: Hey, guys. Hey, Em. Good to see you, Yo. Burke. You've been What's too busy to on? join Factor Cap the last couple I know. Weeks. I'm really
3: excited to be here. I love Factor Cap. <laughs> I can't <laughs> yeah. figure out this microphone, though. It's driving me crazy. Well, maybe
4: it's you turn it off while you adjust it
3: so no, we have no, to no. hear everything I <laughs> I like, doing I like the, the audience to hear me moving <laughs> around the microphone. Sure. <laughs> you no, know, they yeah. love to hear people sure. coughing. Theater in, of the eat. mind. Yeah.
2: Of the yeah. mind. Yeah. They need Watch to know. need to this mic boom. Hey, okay, Travis, you have no room to talk here.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? You do that all the time. Not a chance. Okay. You're now you
2: You know who's stuff the worst up. at it?
3: Mason. Mason just constantly... I don't know.
2: Have around. you heard, Trav? <laughs> anyway. Jeez. All right. This <laughs> wow. Is how you want to do it? That's fine. <laughs> That's wow. fine.
4: All right. We're turning on each other mid-show. Uh, all right.
2: So I went to the Hollywood Bowl yesterday <laughs> and... Who cares? <laughs> 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 wow. I talked a little bit about it earlier, but um. so... Uh, I, as I mentioned a couple times before, my friends and I do trivia. Kind of go to the same place every time. We had this guy who was our trivia master, and he just recently kind of got moved to a different spot, so we didn't we don't see him as much anymore. But when he was a trivia master, we like got along. He's around our same age. We actually have like some mutual friends from the East Coast, kind of random connections, and so traded numbers, Instagrams, all that good stuff. So we're at the Hollywood Bowl, and we see him. We think it's him coming up our section. We have not seen him outside of the context of trivia. So I'm like jake and then he like turns around and he's like oh hey guys it comes over talks to us brings up and he's like with a lady and he's like hey guys good to see you and like we're like oh we miss you jake at trivia and then he's like this is actually this girl this is our second date we're gonna go see um you know maggie rogers for our second date and they had they did not know her as an artist at all and uh, we're just gonna go and have a good time so hollywood bowl is a good second date travis Patrick Cup. I
1: don't think there's ever a bad time to go to the Hollywood Bowl. I think it's fact, right? That if you go first date, second date, 200th date, yeah. there's never a bad time to go to the Hollywood Bowl. It's a great setting. The Even on a day when it's hot as hell in L.A., it cools off there at night. Um, it yeah, I, I don't think there's ever a bad time to go. We to the also
2: bowl. were spying on them throughout the show. Too. I was gonna <laughs> say, like, this is <laughs> clearly not yes. the end
1: of this story. Yeah, right?
2: they were they're like four rows into the right of us, and so we, every so <laughs> often we were like looking over. It's like, is it going? Well? How's it Did going? It right.
1: that there would be a third date from what
2: you observed. Uh, we <laughs> might we might touch base uh, today. We we wanted to give them some time. Right. For wow. Okay. Was
3: there, was there heavy petting?
2: Uh, not the that I <laughs> could
1: see. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> <kind of laughs> with
3: you. Schmerz, what? What's wrong with that? Well, I don't see a, a problem. Heavy petting is just such heavy a judgmental is way it's to refer to what is that. Too? What's the better uh, way to put affectionate. that? They
4: affectionate. Yeah, yeah right, I was going to say, heavy petting sounds like. Heavy petting? No, no, they're just, the same thing. That's, that sounds <laughs> like a, a problem. It sounds like <laughs> a parent scolding <laughs> their child, is what <laughs> that sounds <laughs> like. Were <laughs> 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 they affectionate towards one Did they like each other? You know what I'm saying? Goodness gracious. Was there heavy
2: petting?
3: Between all of you guys. Jeez. I just want to know some details. I don't think that's a problem. Is a good second date? Yes, it is a great second Especially if you're... Heavy petting. Yes. <laughs> it's a
2: very crowded area, though. It's a little.
3: It anyway. doesn't matter. You're in a good place. But either way, yes, it's a great. It's a great day, especially if you don't know the band, like you're talking about. Maggie yeah. Rogers was yeah. her name. Yeah. I think that's actually great. Where it's a situation where you both can learn whether you like these people together, or you can also hate it together, or yeah. you know, kind of fee- see what your what your interests are. Yeah, so, that's
4: yeah. the best part. Fact is that the double blind scenario yeah. is the best part about that situation, whether you're at the Hollywood Bowl or not. But I have a separate question here which is, when did... Trivia humans start self proclaiming themselves into the master's zone.
2: That's what they call like host When the I show. hosted
4: trivia and was attending trivia in my day, which was not that long ago, you were just the host. You were not a master of anything simply by coming up with questions and answers. I think
2: it's the specific company that does it, ah, and labels okay. them as such. Because right, that seems. It's they're they're the lead lead a high bar. I to get be it. Master or something. That's
1: what I'm Don't saying. Don't you want to
3: pump yourself up? What's wrong with being called that? You are on one today. I, I, I How was I'm your weekend, it.
4: It was, Greg Bergman? It's good. No, what I'm saying I'm is that, I, like, I feel Was like... Was there any? Never mind. No, <laughs> no no Unfortunately, no heavy padding. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Greg, stop. Like, does he, refer, does he refer to himself as a master? I don't no, no. We
2: were like, oh, hey, he's our trivia master. Okay. <laughs> All right.
4: Just, just okay. making sure. Just making sure. Because that seems like a lot to be calling somebody who's like okay. a peer.
2: Semantics. Mr. <laughs> trivia Master. How are you? All right, Jorge. Hey, Jake.
0: Uh, yeah, I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl, and... First date, second date, third date, it sounds like they would have an amazing time regardless. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah you might like it, too. How have you know.
1: managed to skip the Hollywood Bowl your whole life?
0: I don't know. It just, there's never been an act that I've, you know, wanted to go was watch. interested in. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, could yeah. see that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, this came to mind because I was watching uh, Justin Herbert being interviewed on ESPN. So, here's my statement You would rather forever have acne than forever have bad teeth. Okay. Oh. So, here's the situation. Mm. You either have to have acne on your face for the rest of your life at all times, or have bad teeth forever, all times cannot change it." All right, so Berg, the statement is, you would rather have acne. Berg, Patrick cap.
3: That is cap. I'd rather have the bad teeth because you can cover up your teeth. When you have acne all over your face, there's nothing you can do about it. No, I mean, you're, if we can't use anything to get rid of it, like the Accutane or anything like yeah, that, no, no no, nothing works. Yes. I would rather be able to cover my mouth, like, never smile, kind of have my, yeah. my teeth not being shown, than having my face be full of acne.
2: Okay. Yates?
4: Uh, I will say rather have bad teeth, for lack of a better term. I know a ton of people who have terrible teeth because I know quite a few British individuals in my life. Why and they got to so, be British? Like, because British people famously <laughs> have ter- <laughs> Do you not know this about the world? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I hope I don't have to educate you on that, buddy. But, uh, but why, why does it matter that they're British? Because that's the highest percentage of people in like the Western world who have terrible teeth. That's like a known. I, I, thing. I mean,
3: I get it. I, that was a whole Austin Powers joke, but I don't know. I just don't they see why just it don't... happens only there. There's a scene in
1: The Simpsons where they have the Big Book of British Smiles. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> right. like just not. Cap. It's not a thing that they value no, know, very highly. I know, I know, yeah.
4: Going. So, good afternoon. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> good anyway, so yes, I would go with teeth because I've known plenty of people who have made this choice basically in their lives, and yeah, that's what they chose. Trev, it's cap. Um, I had
1: terrible acne as a kid terrible like to the point i was on the accutane Accutane? yeah Yeah, which is the but works really well except for when like you sneeze and your whole face starts to bleed because you're so dry it's just it is it is a real thing you can smile without opening your mouth you can kind of conceal that a little bit um i've been on the one side and it was n- and especially when you're in 8th and ninth grade not not great not great self conscious under the best of circumstances right. throw that on top so no. and if the choice is acne or the other thing i'm always going to take the other thing
2: Jorge? hey
0: i'll go with the bad teeth as well yeah acne you can't hide it and if we can't use any cream or anything then i'm out Give it's amazing
4: doctor. to me that like as a human like as a as a, as a race of of things we haven't what's the word evolved out of like acne. horrible acne you know well, what i'm the saying hormones i, I feel like off. it's something yeah, right. that we should have figured out by now as a human <laughs> you know as genetics the hormones genetics. the chemicals it's yeah. a lot
2: of what we eat it's a lot of genetics it's a lot of humans
4: stuff, not that yeah. smart not running the best program <laughs> you know what I mean
2: all right so uh winning time is happening right now we had the first two episodes of the second season as well as on the day in 2020 was when Ted Lasso premiered so mm. I know a couple of us either watch winning time and Ted lasso have watched one or the other but they're both pretty good versions of dramatized sports television all right so you like dramatized sports television yates Ve cap
4: Fact. I don't watch Ted Lasso, but there are a lot of like Brock Meyer told you. I liked. Yep. Yeah, I liked um, the Kenny Power show. Was okay. I, yeah, th- I, I, it down. I could. I could bear with that. I. It, I have a very, how do I say this? Refined desire for those. Like it's got to hit a very specific part of my interest in order to really keep me. And so, Winning Time does that quite well.
1: I think for me, it's it's fact. I, I like. Dramatized things that I know the actual events. Like, I love winning time. I think it's incredibly interesting. Right. I'll go back to what was the not the the thirty for thirty doc, but the one that was on FX about the OJ trial. Was it the People versus OJ yep. Simpson? American. What's it? Uh, American. I think there was the, two. There was two different. The ones. FX one I think was People versus OJ Simpson. Yes. Like, yeah. Swimmer and Cuba Gooding. And there's the thirty for thirty. And, and I I knew that story really really well. I've lived through that entire era in the town that was taking place. I love those things I, I I can't get enough of them because it kind of it's nostalgic. It's interesting, and hopefully you learn one or two things along the way. yeah, it's
3: cat. I mean, it's American facts. crime stories
1: what I was looking. yeah for. yeah, yeah, it. yeah.
3: It's, it's fact I love dramatized sports shows I, I, Ted Lasso was one of my favorite shows that I've watched I like because, yeah I loved it I thought it was fantastic the entire way through I understood what they were trying to get at it was just a happy making show it was just a positive show especially at a time when we really needed that positivity and also I really like winning time I understand that it's not exactly what happened in that time I understand that you know Jerry West wasn't crying in a corner in his underwear that's fine whether or not he was doing that or not doesn't matter I like still good TV yeah. it exactly I feel it's like just, I'm, I'm so just good TV I'm so
4: over the accuracy element With winning time like, Right Can we watch the show It's like, trying it's to a, be accurate yeah, Exactly It's, trying, like, it's what is I do Based that. on true everything events Everything is fine Yeah right. right. Yeah,
1: When you see Based on true events That means that The names it's, are right And nothing else yeah. is Right it's okay. Based
3: is the right. main word there It's based Not is fully true events So yeah I love it
2: Alright I have one more Left for you guys So this is What a, about
3: Jorge <laughs> This no. is
2: a follow up For the um, So a Dodger fan Heckled Manny Machado Three years ago and then it's following up this heckle uh this past when they the past series between the Dodgers and Padres. So I'm gonna play it for you right now.
3: Manny congrats with that big of a contract! You've got ten Octobers off now. Ten straight Octobers off. Come on, you could have had it all with LA. It's my contract.
2: What? We'll
3: win a World Series before you guys win. Manny, do you remember me? You made a bet for your contract four years ago! Where's
2: my 300 million? (laughs) So essentially, uh, he was heckling Manny Machado. Manny Machado was like, "Well, we'll win a World Series before you. I'll bet my paycheck that we will." And therefore, this Dodger fan followed up later on. Hey, where's my paycheck? All right. So you like this follow-up heckle, Travis Fedkap?
1: It's elaborate. It's, pre- it's pretty good. It's fact. I don't expect that guy to cut him a $300 million check that there's blank talk and then there's making an actual wager. This was the first thing, but I liked that the guy went out of his way to run it back at the guy. That's I have not seen a two-part heckle, a sequel, if you will. It's, uh, it's something time. I liked a lot.
3: Berg. Yeah, I love it. I love the fact that he went after it. It's, maybe it's because it's Manny Machado that I love it even more. <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: good point. <laughs>
3: but either way, if you, to make a good heckle, you have to be able to continue with it. And the fact that he was able to continue with it and actually come through with it, I, I love the fact. Gates?
4: this is cap to me the goal of heckling is to either be super mean or super funny and this is neither for me this is sort of self-serving and it's okay but this doesn't really work for me in the brand of heckling i enjoy specifically this is just a very look at me kind of situation as opposed to like you're trying to make the crowd laugh or you're actually trying to hurt somebody's feelings. what about the irony
1: of something like when you did for instance you being appalled to self-promotion I'm not appalled to
3: it. I just
4: don't think it works well.
1: There's a difference, okay?
3: These televisions, Clinton Yates. Yeah, there's, I'm, I'm not self-promoting. That's them promoting.
4: But no, I, I just it didn't work for as well as me as I think other people did. You saw episode two. When did I time? did. All right, we're doing that next. Yep. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
1: It's time for us here at 710 to get some fall interns. Are you a current college student or... Have one living in your house. They can apply for a paid internship. You listen to that. Yeah. It's a paid internship. How about that? And you can earn college credits this fall at 710 ESPN. Here's how you do it. You go to goodkarmabrands.com slash careers. Let me give it to you again. Goodkarmabrands.com slash careers. If you're looking for a little fall internship this year, we had a yeah. great crop of guys and girls come through here uh Last group mm-hmm. and uh, be a part of it. It's, great, think it's a great way to do it.
2: On intern, National Intern Day, we all kind of like went around in a circle and told us about like you know how we got started in our careers, and almost all of us started out as interns. I So did. it's always a great way to like get into this field if you're interested in that at all.
1: K E Y T Santa Barbara ABC affiliate was my first ever media opportunity as an intern.
4: Right. My first ever one was at the George Michael Sports Machine. No W-R-S-S- way! Oh yeah, your boy's been hitting it hard ever since I got into the George league. George
1: Michael, that is yeah. A- Emma, I know you know. Well, maybe are you old enough to know George Michael? Uh, probably tell a little, me a little bit about Probably it. a little
4: bit past your time. So the way that it worked was he ran a national- Did you ever get to th- hit the button? Yeah, I <laughs> got to hit the button. Of course, that was a big deal. Uh, he ran a nationally syndicated sports highlight show back when local TV still sort of mattered He would come on way. after your local news. And before SportsCenter was sort of a thing. And so he was, in fact, an old radio DJ, which is the style that he brought to his- Broadcast. He was and, a DC guy. Yeah, yeah. Well this is this is what I'm getting at. But he was he was a radio DJ in the seventies, you know, one of the big bopper DJs as he was known. And so the whole idea of putting music under highlights and the whole idea of just showing goofy stuff like bloopers on television, that was him. The idea of showing Passes and crashes in NASCAR and rodeo clowns doing wild stuff. This all came from George Michael because he knew he had to draw in more than just the average force major sport. You,
1: you literally took the next thing out of my mouth. Yeah. The, the thing I remember most about George Michael were NASCAR highlights and rodeo. The they, reason every time, because it would come in, give you a little NFL, a little MLB, a yeah. little NBA, whatever it was, but
4: there was always a NASCAR feature and frequently. A, a, a bull riding rodeo feed. Number 1, the reason I like NASCAR is because I used to chart races at WRC TV Channel really? 4 great. for that. And number 2, that's where I learned having a varied palette is oh, yeah. good for your interest not only in this business but in your life. George was a big horse racing guy too, which was his personal interest, but his the, his philosophy was if somebody likes it I probably can find a reason to like it. And if I can show them what they like, they'll like me. And I've always kept that mentality. No, that I, I really, I love that you worked
1: on the sports machine nearly as much as I found out that you used to be a pen teller, which I found <laughs> yeah. out th- three minutes ago. So
4: my freshman year of college, I went to a school, I went to NYU and I thought um, I was going to be some hotshot business guy. Cause I didn't really know anything about the world. And turns out I did not like that because number one, wearing suits sucks. It and sucks number two, I do not necessarily like New York that much. And so I came back home and I was like, you know, I didn't really have a job and I needed something to do to make money. My buddy who did not go to college, he started working at a bank. He was like, well, you want to work at the bank with me? So for a year, like a good solid school year, I was a bank teller. And that's just what I did. I was, you know, I'd sit and listen to my, listen to my radio and read the newspaper every day. You know what else you need other than an internship? And I want to get your guys in on this too. Not only do you need
1: the job that tells you this is what I want to do, you need the job that tells you what you don't want to do. Correct. You you need to do the job that makes you go, you know what, I don't like this. I didn't hate it. But I don't, I don't want to do this.
4: I know what I did the entire time I was not doing the job when I was yeah. at the job. Well, and, that's the whole point. Yeah, if you have exactly. you job that
1: you like, you're not spending 80% or 50% of your time doing something else. You're no. doing the
4: work. And it was to me, it was just what I did on my downtime and as a leisurely way to pass the time. But when it was time for me to try to go back to college, my dad was like, Bro, all you do is read the newspaper and listen to the radio. Why don't you give that a shot? Good call, Pop. Jorge, was, was Denny's that for you?
0: What, 40, I don't want to be here? No. <laughs> the, the, the,
1: I don't like this. I want to do no. something else. Did you no. like that job? I,
0: I did because it was like my second job after I had broken my leg. My first job was a sunset room. I was busing tables and whatnot. And okay. My aunt was a waitress there. She hooked it up. And then Javi took over. And then it's a whole big story. But Danny's was my thing. It was overnights. So that's when college was happening for me. And at some point, I was just like, you know what? College is not for me. So I'm right. going to work. I'm going to do the overnights. And I did until my mom had that talk. You know, your mom has a talk. It's like, look, you're old enough. You got to pay rent. You got to do this. You got to yep. do this. If you don't want to go to school, School, then you're on your own,
1: Emily. You're one of the few that graduated from college and yeah. went to work in the field that you've been yeah. in ever since. You you are the exception.
2: So I actually went to college not wanting to do this necessarily. I went to college. I, I liked it always. I didn't really go in thinking I was going to do this. I went to college thinking I was going to be a lawyer. I uh, oh went really? To, I was pre-law. I did history and I was a media studies major. wanted to do media law, and I still am interested by it. But I worked for a law firm in Charlottesville. habeas corpus.
4: <laughs> Are we quizzing (laughs) people now? I I work for a law firm in Charlottesville. And
2: (laughs) I was really bad at it. Like, I was really not good at it. What did they have you do? It was more of, like, menial, like, organization, taking phone calls. And these are phone calls that are, like, really important. It's, like, people calling from prison. And I, like was not good at transferring the phone calls and then they would get hung up and (laughs) so of course course your
4: skills translate perfectly to a radio station where you hello transfer calls on a regular basis I am much
2: better at it now but no one trained me anyway for a law firm hated it (laughs) and then went back and I had advice from someone who said go back to what you wanted to do when you were 10 years old and in my 10 year old like 5th grade yearbook I said I wanted to be an ESPN sports commentator
4: that's pretty good that's awesome you're you're on your Is way. that yearbook still around?
2: Uh, it's at home. In I would Virginia. love to see
4: a photograph of that. That would I, be a cool. It's thing. also
2: me in a like Steelers uh, jersey right. uh, in my elementary school. So yeah. that's
0: cool. Right. So, to Em's point, like I wanted to be a camera guy from early on, and my mom pushed me, like, "Yo, you just go to school, do the camera stuff, radio." Uh, it was our teacher Tommy Trujillo, who did K. Oh w- yeah, teacher, I know she was. She planted that little radio seed in my head, and I was like, you know what? I can do radio, and I can do TV. Great, let's do this. And from that point forward, it, it just became a thing for me.
1: What did you want to do when you were ten?
4: Because my mine,
1: I, I got close, but not. Super close.
4: I don't know. I don't think I had career aspirations when I was and, and ten. Th- by the way, this is not unique to not me. I Did not dream
1: of work. I did so not. Yeah,
4: I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to pitch for the Dodgers. Yeah, well,
1: I, I, sure. I, I, yeah, yeah that's, but I mean, like, and I w- specifically wanted to right. pitch. Specifically wanted to play for the Dodgers, and well, I did neither of those things. But <laughs> got I got trust. to pitch yeah. longer than most people right. do, and I at least get to attend major league baseball games in an official capacity.
4: So that's where that's where when we talked before about. Memories versus money—that's where so much of this comes back to me. Because, you know, for whatever I thought I was going to be able to do in this business or in my life, being able to attend things that I knew about and I was interested in, even if just once, was fantastic. You know, what I mean that—that that was good enough for me. I remember sort of putting a bun on all this is that I—I I was never really super motivated until I figured out a couple things that I was good at. But I remember ninth grade career day, and I went to a reasonably well-known school in terms of like, I lived in one place, but I went to school in another kind of thing. And I remember this dude came in and he had, I mean, he was the most buttoned up guy I'd ever seen. And he was very fond of himself. He had some great job. And I remember at homeroom that afternoon, cause we did afternoon homeroom in the, in the first year of high school, They were like, well, what did you learn from, you know, career day or whatever? And I was like, you know what I learned? I said, I learned that I will not be wearing a suit every day of my life. I don't care what I do. I can't do that. I was like, that guy walked into a high school full of 14-year-olds wearing a three-piece suit. I'm like, no way. I I would not want to live that life. And so that's what I figured out. And that's why radio is always a great option. I wanted no job where there was a right or a wrong answer okay
1: that you know what i mean like once i realized that the dream of being a baseball player or something like that was not going to happen it's can i just explain my way to a thing because i feel like i'm pretty good at that i feel like i can just i can be fairly convincing and persuasive when i need to be and uh you know here here we are here we are here we are again again on our own while he's doing it all wrong (laughs) and why you should listen to me that's how it goes all right We're going to get into winning time. Episode two, they got me back, Yates. I'm all in. All in. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.